And we are live. This is Nick from P2W Fantasy. I'm with my buddy Fontaine. And we are going to talk about uh, week six and uh, just get right into some football. All right. So I'm actually rocking the P2W tank top. The only issue is I think that it shrinks. So it's kind of like a baby small right now. So uh, you going hard that. with the with the merch, man. I know, I know. I, I got a, I got like a good, good plug for that stuff. Um, That's good. Same, same person who drew up like a recent tattoo, but uh, yeah, I, I need to invest in some more. I think, especially if uh, they're shrinking a little bit. No, that's good. I may need to talk to the guy. Honestly. Yeah. So uh, today I'm I'm here with Fontaine. Um, Fontaine is uh, a guy I actually graduated high school with. Um, we got tighter uh, actually after high school once we. Um, we're into this, uh, uh, this fantasy, um, league together. And, you know, that's a tight knit group. And, um, Fontaine's actually grown into one of my better friends now. Um, so I'm happy to have you on Fontaine. Uh, Absolutely. can you, um, maybe just for the people listening, can you just maybe talk about the two leagues that we're in, uh, what kind of leagues they are and how, how that's going? Okay. So, all right. So the first league that we joined together, that was, uh, that was Ryan's league. It's a super flex. Uh, that one uh, is called the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, which Nick, he won the championship for that last year. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Really, really, really fun league. Nice group of guys. The theme of it, it's all Marvel themed, so it's dope. We all got Marvel characters, Marvel names. Uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, I almost didn't make it to the end of the draft. Well, I, I barely made it to the end of draft night. I think I might've left with a couple of picks. I think somebody had to pick for me. I was, I was, I was pretty much done at that point, but yeah, yeah, it was that, a long day. That leads a lot of, that leads a lot of fun. That's a fun one. Um, and then Nick, Nick started a league this year, uh, BMF. That one's cool. And then that one's DC based, uh, which is, uh, IDP. That one's pretty cool. I got some good linebackers there. And yeah, just talk a lot of fantasy, watch a lot of football, hang out with the guys. It's always a lot of fun. Um, yeah. It's just great. A lot of, yeah, always and, a lot uh, of fun, man. That uh, that gauntlet league. I think I'm five and zero. Oh, I think you're four and one. And yeah. I'm, I'm not being I'm not being cocky about my team, but or, or talking about anybody else. But you're like the one matchup I'm I'm a bit nervous about in that league. So it's gonna be fun. No, when we actually no, play. Yeah. Yeah, no, likewise, man. I'm definitely nervous about your matchup too, especially when you get McCaffrey back. It's I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen. You might end up when he when he comes back and he's if he starts balling again, you might run away with it again. I gotta have a couple, I gotta have a couple players, you know, have some big games and hopefully they can stay consistent. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to get Cam back, so we'll see. We'll see how yeah. that goes. But it's neck and neck right now, man. It's it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tight. So I think you are the leader of the villains uh, division. I'm the leader of the heroes, and then on the the other league we're in, we're in a IDP league. That one's tough, man. Because I, I thought for sure maybe we both had some like solid solid team. Like we're oh, about man. to be four and one or something, and we're both we're both struggling a little bit, but it's fun. Oh man, it's a lot of fun. And I had I had high hopes. I had high expectations. I feel like I jinx. I feel like I jinxed myself a little bit. The, fi- <laughs> the final, the final standings projections. It's just like you take a look at that, and then it gasses you up a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, like my team must be pretty good, just based off of the numbers. But it hasn't, it hasn't been that at all, man. Like I think I'm dead last uh, in the hero section, and yeah, it's 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 been a journey, but it's cool. It's it's def- it's my first IDP, so that's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, fun, it's fun, and. Uh, just seeing, just seeing how that goes, and you know the rosters are big. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun, but you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. It's a dynasty, yeah. so it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Not as bad as uh, not as bad as Anthony. So that's all that matters. I think he's the worst in that league. So I was yeah, giving some shit about that. I think he's like zero five. I feel bad even mentioning yeah. that. Yeah, right I won't roast but, him too bad though, since he's not here. But uh, no, hey, let's, he, he can he can dish it out too. So oh yeah, that's true. That's true he'll, for he'll sure. Be all right. So so let's get in. To, let's get into some week six. So, you know, I hit you up and said, hey, let's talk start and sits for the week. Um, usually we hit yeah. up some, you know, some other topics, but I figured, you know, this will be a straightforward broadcast. Uh, what I thought would be a cool idea first, though, is just to read off the top five guys right now per position. Um, mm-hmm. Just pulled it off of Fantasy Pro. Some guys had a buy already. Um, 
you know, like a COVID by like Titans. But uh, yeah, let's yeah. Uh, yeah. let's go let's go through the top five uh, quarterbacks right now as everything stands. We got uh, dangerous uh, Russell Wilson at number one, Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. number two, Josh Allen number three. Dak Prescott was number four, so he'll be out for the season. And then uh, Tyler yeah, Murray is uh, number five. So out of those top five, any anything surprising to you? Um. Well, I mean, I guess you know you got you got to say just prayers to Dak Prescott and yeah. the ankle injury, man. Like that's pretty crazy. I was hoping that he was going to be able to make it through this year, especially with it being like a big deal with the contract and everything. You know, he's he's trying to get paid and um. Out of those, out of those five, though, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily surprised that Josh Allen is in the top five. Well, he's in top three. Yeah, uh, as of right now, yeah. I'm not, I'm not necessarily surprised, but I mean, I wasn't expecting him to like. I was thinking he might struggle a little bit going into the year, but I mean, he's been hot. Um, but other than that, I feel like everybody is pretty much about where they needed, to, where where they where they need to be. Kyler Murray. I was a little bit worried about him. I drafted him in a couple of leagues this year, so I was a little bit worried that he might not he might not show up the way that that he has. But I mean, he he is he hasn't disappointed. I mean, at all. I mean, he's been very solid for me. Yeah, and that connection to Hopkins has been like on point. You know, we were a little bit uh, yeah. some guys question like would you know would Hopkins regress, and he he really hasn't. Uh, I think he's we'll get into him where he lands, but uh, yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson, I think, I mean, not a surprise that he's a top five quarterback, but I, I don't know if a lot of people had him slated as a number one guy right now. I mean, Lamar Jackson's out of the top five, Patrick That's Mahomes true. is number, number That's two, true. but, uh, I'm hoping Russell Wilson in these games just continues to light up your boy Dak. I know you got Dak on the gauntlet league, so I hope he, you know, he continues to step up and even, even, uh, you know, Tyler Lockett, who's had a, a rough week or two has been a stud though this year. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they're yeah the man they're calling they're calling uh dk the second coming of megatron right now which is so he's got a lot of hype and i mean i'm glad that i drafted him after i saw that picture that went viral that was really it i didn't even really watch very many of his games at all <laughs> like this this guy and looks good i was just like oh this dude is he's he's built like the incredible hulk i'm like why wouldn't <laughs> i draft him so i mean he's been great and um yeah russell i mean Lamar, Lamar not being in the top five at this point in the year. I mean, I wasn't expecting it. It's not like he's playing bad. I mean, they're just, they're just, they're just, you know, they just have a few miscues on the team. I think he'll pick it up. But yeah, it, yeah it's cool so to too. see Russell this high. He's definitely out to prove something this year for sure. For sure, yeah, for sure. I think, I think so. he's feeling like people have forgotten about him. I mean, he's been to a couple Super Bowls. Uh, and yeah, it just seems like he's just looking to, he's looking to prove something this year, but we'll see what happens. Their defense, I don't know how that defense is going to, it's going to hold up down the road, Man. though. I mean, but we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's almost like that, that defense is setting him up to be successful because he has to throw the ball so damn much. Yeah, exactly. And and especially uh. because they got a defensive-minded coach, too. You know, I mean, it's just we'll, – we'll see what happens. But, I mean, he's been, he's been slinging it. It's been fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, running backs here, uh, Alvin Kamara, number one. Delvin Cook, number two. Looks like he's going to miss this week, I'm pretty sure, though. Uh, number three. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, number four, Aaron Jones, and number five, Chris Carson. Um, mm. Some of these guys, uh, Kamara, obviously, we're, we have a year without uh, Saquon now with the ACL tear. Christian McCaffrey yeah. missed, missed a bunch of weeks. So Kamara's uh, jumped up into that number one spot. Um, but uh, the guy I'd like to just mention briefly here is uh, Chris Carson, you know, coming off of a year where he had that hip injury. A lot of people yeah. were worried about him not being, you know, ready to go or somebody else, you know, taking touches away, but I think he's consistently mm-hmm. underappreciated Chris Carson. I don't have any Chris Carson shares, but I'm kind of mad I don't because he's so slept oh on. He's, he's good. He's he good, is. you know. He is, and I, I agree with you there 100%. I had him last year, and the dude worked wonders for me last year. He was he was amazing. Uh, I think he I think he finished he finished within the top five last year too. Um, I don't know exactly where, so don't quote me on that. But, yeah. I had a couple of chances to where I could have drafted him this year and I slept on him. I didn't pick him up and I, I regret it. Like I, you know, and I haven't really been checking for him much this year, but he's been balling out and hopefully in the future, I won't continue to sleep. And if I can grab him at one point or another, I definitely will. I don't know. I think it was the injury because I think he, I think he got yeah. banged up a couple of times last year too. And I think that's what scared me, but any, but whenever he, it's like he picked up right where he left off 
every game and he would just continue to ball out. So, I mean, at that point, you just got to tip your hat to the guy. And, yeah, you just got to just try to take the opportunity to grab him when you can because he's he's a beast. Yeah, so um, I agree 100%. Uh, out of these guys, if you had to guess one of these guys who's going to finish the year as the number one, like we're going to obviously rule out probably McCaffrey just because he's with, uh, missed a few weeks, so he's probably not going to yeah, be in not, that race. But yeah, no, who, who, would you, who would you think? Do you think it will be Kamara? Do you think it's going to be a guy like Zeke? Or who, who's your pick if you just had to throw a, throw a dart on somebody finishing the year? Let's see. If it's going to be anybody – Who was four? So when, uh, right now, as of uh, the top fives, Kamara, Cook, Zeke, mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, and Chris Carson. You know what? I'm going to – I'm probably going to have to say – I'm probably going to have to say Zeke. And okay. the only reason why I say that is because, I mean, Andy Dalton can throw the ball. I mean, he really can. You know, he's a he's a decent quarterback, but I feel like he's I feel like Zeke is just gonna he's just gonna get more snaps now. And I feel like once Michael Thomas comes back from the Saints, I mean Kamara's gonna he's still gonna get his touches, he's still gonna get his numbers at the end of the day. But once Thomas comes back, Jabreeze is gonna be more reluctant to throw him the ball. Um, I just see I just see Dallas get, like getting back to like more of like a run first like style offense, which is not that they don't have that, but they just have like amazing receivers right now. Like their receiving core, their receiving core has like, it's got to be top three in the league right now. Yeah, like And a bad defense. They, exactly. So they're going to throw the yeah. ball all over the place, but I feel like they're going to need to slow to, they're going to need to slow it down for Dalton a little bit more. Cause I mean, where Dalton can throw the ball, he doesn't have like the mobility that Dak has and and he's probably lost a couple steps. So I got to imagine that they're going to run the ball a little bit more, but I mean, who knows? I mean, we'll see, but I, at this point, I'm going to say at this point, I'm going to say Zeke. I think Zeke is a good pick just because of all the change dynamics of their team. Um, they might yeah. have to lean on him a little bit more. Uh, if I, if I had to throw somebody out there, I might, I might go with Aaron Jones uh, with him being the uh, RB four right now. He already had his bye week, you know, and, and I think yeah. um, he's been a huge part of that offense uh, in the yeah. passing game too. So I, you know, it, it hurts me to say something good about a Packers player, but I, I think he might be yeah, my, my pick, my pick a little bit here. Um, yeah, me too. With the, uh, with the wide receivers um, we mentioned earlier, Kyler to Hopkins connection and Hopkins is number one. Number two is Adam Thielen. Number three is Calvin Ridley. Number four is your boy DK Metcalf. And number five is Stefan Diggs. Uh, any thoughts on, on this top five? It's hard to be a top five wide receiver just because there's so many wide receivers in the league. I mean, you know, it, it's it's so much of a uh, more in-depth position, obviously, than really the running is. back. Yeah, so really to be is. a top five means a, a lot for these guys. And it's a pass-first league, you know? So, I mean, it's... It's a pass first league, so you got you know you got more receivers that are out there and that are up in the mix. Um, I mean everybody. I mean everybody in that five. I don't think I'm really surprised at anybody. Uh, to be honest, I feel like everybody is pretty much right where they need to be. Um, I mean it, it's 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 tough to say. It's tough to say because you got some guys that are on the up and up. I'm 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 happy that I'm happy that Ridley is where he is uh, with the yeah. injury that he had and with with the way that the Falcons have been playing. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to pass the ball. So you can't really sleep on them with that. Um, Diggs is, Diggs is having a good year. Great year. Uh, so far. So, so far, so good with, with Allen and everybody was worried that he was going to lose a step. I mean, I, I admit I was worried. I passed up on him in a couple of drafts, but he seems to be right, right where he should be. So, yeah, I, I like, uh, I like Stefan Diggs. I, I was a guy that um, liked him in the preseason. I thought he was going to, um, actually be better uh, with with Josh Allen just because of the Vikings not really using him enough sometimes and that's um, true that's you know true. I, I also thought the big playability was there but Stefan Diggs had like 16 I, I think I, I read targets last game so he's mm-hmm. all like throwing to him non-stop and I think yeah. it's it's gonna be the same way all, all season so he, he's not going to regress for me the one and thing I will also, yeah. Oh, yeah go ahead and he's definitely he's definitely that kind of player. Like he has the ability yeah. to where you can throw to him 10, 12, 13 times a game. You know what I mean? And he's and he's gonna catch he's gonna catch the vast majority of those balls. Like 
So, yeah, you're definitely right about that. Minnesota, they were they would spread it around a little bit more. And, yeah, it seems like a lot of times he was overlooked and he didn't get the ball thrown to him as when I thought that he should. But I mean, when you when you yeah. got him and when you got him and you got Thielen over there competing for balls, it's, it'll definitely be easy to get overshadowed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. And the interesting thing is, um, out of the top five quarterbacks and wide receivers, you got Wilson to Metcalf, so that's one pair. You got uh, Josh Allen to Diggs, that's another pair. Um, and then you got Kyler to Hawkins. So three out of the five top fives for quarterback and wide receivers are, are a duo. So that's, that's interesting too. You know, it may, makes sense that way. Um, last yeah. position here for, for the year is uh, tight ends. Um, number one, Travis Kelsey, number two, uh, Darren Waller, number three, Mark Andrews, number four, uh, John U. Smith. And then number five is uh, Tanyan from the Packers. Um, obviously Tanyan is the big surprise there. He was a no name guy coming out of, um, preseason uh, a lot of people thought it was gonna be jay sternberger you know we expected mm-hmm. travis kelsey we expected mark andrews we expected yeah. darren waller a guy that i actually made a major mistake with was a uh, johnny smith um in another dynasty league mm-hmm. it's actually uh, anthony's dynasty league that he runs i had him and i dropped him um because it's shorter benches and uh okay. you know i picked up, i picked up chris herndon and instead and chris herndon's had a terrible year and johnny smith is like what did I say? Tight end four right now. So that was my, yeah. probably my biggest dynasty error um, of this year was not um, having faith in Johnny Smith and he's tight end four. I definitely slept on that guy too. Uh, uh, the, the, you know, I mean, I didn't think that he was going to be as good as he is right now. That's for sure. Especially mm-hmm. at this point in the year, but Tanyan, I, I definitely have to say Tanyan is, is even more of a surprise. Uh, to me, because I picked up Sternberger thinking that he was going to be the guy. I had no idea who, who Tanyan was or didn't think that he was going to do much. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's just one of these dudes. Like, he just spreads the ball around, doesn't matter who it is. And next thing you know, he's making household names for these guys. And, yeah, yeah, Sternberger yeah. has just been sit- sitting on my bench collecting dust. That's true. And uh, I'll talk more about Tanyan later. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, – I mean – you, you have a quarterback like Rodgers, and if he finds a guy who's hot, he's probably going to stick with him a little bit. Always, man. Yeah, always. That guy is just one of the best to ever do it, unfortunately. Yeah, I know, I know. I Actually, that's another guy I slept on because I thought he was not going to be that good this year, and he is good this year. So Yeah, yeah. With, the, uh, with week six approaching us, you know, tonight we were supposed to be watching a football game. But with uh, the COVID stuff, uh, you know, scheduling's all mixed around and everything. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we get we get to jump on a podcast, I guess, instead and talk about football instead of watch it. But which is um, good. I'm getting my I'm getting my fix right now. Yeah, yeah. It's just ta- talking to somebody's always nice about it. Um, yeah. Thought we could uh, get together, right, and talk about some starts and sits for the week. So, mm-hmm. I, obviously, you know, we. Could talk about a lot of guys here for starts and, and um, guys that we're avoiding too. You know, it's easy to say, "Hey, I'm starting Patrick Mahomes this week." I mean, everybody right. says that. So, you know, I we we touched base briefly earlier about our you know picks, and we didn't go yep. the completely obvious routes with our picks. So, I, I kind of like that. But uh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, so that's Fontaine true. and I both have one start, one sit for quarterbacks, uh, running backs, wide receivers, and a tight end too. So, um, Fontaine. Uh, we'll start with you with the start of the week for quarterback. Who Who is your guy? Okay. So this week I'm definitely going to have to go with cousins. Um, I know earlier, I know earlier when we were talking about it, I gave you a different pick. Uh, but I had a little bit more time to think about it. Like once I got a little settled in and I was just like, you know what? I yeah. got this guy. He's going up against, uh, he's going up against Atlanta secondary, and he's got some high receivers right now. They're all wanting the ball. So I thought about it a little bit more, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to take Kirk. Um, they're going to be passing the ball a lot. We don't know if Dalvin Cook is playing, but at the same time, Madison can run the ball pretty well, actually. Yeah. So he's projected to get high points this week. So that's happy. I got him somewhere. I'm going to have. I'm going to end up putting him in. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go with Kirk. Uh, the secondary in the Falcons, they usually get torched. And I think they, they got the receivers to get the job done. 
So he's yeah. definitely going to be a star for me this week. That make, that makes sense to me. Um, especially it's almost like uh, playing the the Falcons. Um, usually the quarterback or one of the wide receivers is an automatic plug-in sometimes. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a good pick. Uh, my <laughs> QB start of the week um, is actually Ryan Tannehill against the uh, Houston Texans. Um, Houston like actually that. ranks uh, 23rd in pressuring passer. So that's not very good. Um, Tannehill's coming off that hot 30-point game against the Buffalo Bills. Who, he had a great you know, game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he had a great game. I mean, uh, we probably expected Allen to have the, those sort of numbers, but it was him. Um, you know, Jonu Smith, we talked about him earlier. He's emerging. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown yeah. is back, and A.J. Brown had a great game. Um, so two cool. massive needed, targets. Yeah, I needed him back. Really yeah, bad. yeah, that was, that was good. And um, yeah. in the four games, Tannehill's got nine touchdowns in four games. So, I mean, nice. play, playing against a team that is not going to get to him as, as often as some of the other teams – um, playing against the Texans where he's got now A.J. Brown back. I, I like Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. I think he's very slept on, and a lot of people thought he was in a regress from last year, but I think yeah. he's on the right track to push for a top 10, top 12 finish this year. But uh, we'll I think see. So I like him this week. It's about the system. He's playing in, he's playing in the right system. You know, they're going to run the ball. They got a defense to back him up. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't do too much with the ball, and when he throws, the throws are accurate. And – when you're a quarterback like that, uh, especially if you're not like a suit, one of these like super mobile guys, like people underestimate like how great a play action fake is. Like they, I think they do, I think they run play action just if, as good as anybody, if not like the best in the league right now. It's, it's got that linebacker in the back. They got a linebacker playing running back for them. So exactly, you know, exactly. all eyes are on him all the time. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make any sense. That dude is, he's, he's ridiculous. I keep on thinking about that stiff arm uh, uh, from oh, man. Tuesday, man. I, was, I think, I think I felt that through the screen. I, I fell back. Me too. For a second. Me too. Uh, that was, was ridiculous. That was, that was too much. Um, I don't think I've seen anything like that. Not in a that while. Guy's soul, that guy's soul left him, I think. Yeah, I don't know. You go back. And I, I took. And it was Josh Norman too, and you know that guy talks yeah. a lot of shit. Josh Norman, <laughs> Josh Norman talks a lot of shit, man. I was just like, man, that was karma, right? <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> he's gonna be quiet in the locker room. They're gonna they're gonna ask him like, Josh, why are you so quiet? And he's gonna be like, my my throat hurts or something like that. They're like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I don't feel too good. And they'll be like, oh really? No. Oh my god, yeah, man, yeah, he definitely. He he took his soul. He really did. That was great. That That's one great. of the fun, the funny things I uh, I saw on Twitter was uh, I showed Chris and we were dying laughing, but it showed him in like in the air sideways, and the caption was like, <laughs> like I bet you wonder how I got here or something like that, or the caption <laughs> that you always see all the time, like yeah, that's me. I bet you wonder how I got here. <laughs> oh my god, bad. the memes man. have been good, man. They've been they've been hilarious. They've been hilarious. They're funny for uh, us, but ima- imagine like him trying to go on any sort of social media. Oh uh, man, he's, that's he's, sad. everything. You gotta, yeah. man, you gotta, you gotta feel for these people sometimes when they go on social media. The trolls, the trolls are bad, man. It's 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 pretty bad. I crack a joke here and there, but after you know, I try to leave it alone. But <laughs> there's there some bad ones out there, and you know, you're, you're literally trending for that. That's that's pretty embarrassing. But you yeah. know, he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be good. He'll be good. I mean, he gets paid enough money to be good. You know, he's going to be on the field exactly. this weekend. So is what it is. Exactly. Uh, sits of the week. Uh, I'll go first for mine. I said uh, Carson Wentz versus Baltimore. Um, so obviously in fantasy, defenses don't really, you know, what they do in fantasy doesn't really equal how good or bad they are sometimes. But in fantasy, yeah. the Ravens defense is actually number two. You know, they had a rough game against Patrick Mahomes. But otherwise, they, they've had 16 sacks, three interceptions, and three special teams touchdowns. Um, so it's a good defense. I think Carson Wentz um, nice. being the Q, QB 18 right now, nobody expected Carson Wentz to be QB 18. Um, he's having a bad yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. He's, having a, he's having a bad year. Um, he has, you know, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffries gone, Dallas Goddard's, you know, gone. Um, mm-hmm. with injuries. Uh, Zach Ertz is struggling. He's got some mm-hmm. almost, I don't want to say no name, but he's got some lower level name guys playing wide receiver for him. So that doesn't really it's help. Pretty him. Bad, yeah. no, and, it's uh, pretty bad. Yeah. And I said four games for Ryan Tannehill, nine touchdowns and one interception. If you look at Carson mm-hmm. Wentz, he has six touchdowns and nine interceptions. Yep. So he's having a rough go. And I think it's bad. You know, 
I think you're sitting him. I think you're trying to stream. I, I'd try to pick up like Ryan Fitzpatrick or, or like, I don't know, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, whoever, instead of having Carson Wentz to speak against the Ravens defense. Against that defense, no, definitely not. You definitely don't start him, uh, especially with the interceptions that he's had. The Ravens defense, I mean, they got all these takeaways. Um, Wince is going to have a rough go of it. And it's, you know, I mean, I mean, you only have Sanders back there right now. Like, I can't even name half of the people on their on their offense. I can't name half of the people in their receiving core right now. So it's not looking it's not looking good. So that's definitely a good sit. I wouldn't start him in any one of my leagues as of now. Um, He's had some he's had some pretty bad games. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely have to agree with you there. Um, What about you? I'm de- you know me I'm I'm going to have to I'm going to have to sit Bridgewater though. Um when I mentioned now, him I, I, I didn't mean I didn't mean this week. I was just saying like a streamer so oh, I was no, like yeah, against, yeah yeah yeah. I was just saying like I was just trying to throw random names out but I, but I agree with you. So go go ahead any, and start interrupting. I mean any, any other week I mean you know there's nothing there's nothing wrong with Teddy. I mean he gets it done. Like Robbie Anderson he's proved to be like a true wide receiver one like he's putting uh, up crazy numbers. He's doing good. Uh I mean Mike Mike Davis is he dude is just balling out. I don't know where I don't know where I don't know where it came from. I mean McCaffrey came out and he's just like taking the opportunity. I don't know what's gonna happen once McCaffrey gets back. I I thought McCaffrey was playing this week. Um uh, now it kind of seems like that might yeah, not I don't be think the case. So. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, not too sure. Because at one point he had projections for numbers and they said that you know they were just gonna evaluate him, but it looks like that he might be sitting out again. Um but Bridgewater against, I mean, you know, the Bears defense this week. I just don't think that I just don't think that's a good look for him. Um, I mean, we don't allow very many pass yards um, hmm. on the year thus far. I mean, we 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 got we let we let Atlanta get loose on us a little bit. We were able to hold Brady to twenty points, which is crazy. Um, and yeah, I just I don't I'm I'm not really I'm not really thinking that Bridgewater is going to have a big game. Pass rush has been okay. I think the pass rush, they they kind of they were napping a little bit uh, for the last couple of games. I think they woke up when they played against Brady this past yeah. week. I mean, yep. even though Bridgewater is a little bit of a mobile guy, so he can get out there, but at the same time, I don't think that we're going to allow very many points against uh, against Carolina this week. So Bridgewater is probably going to be a sit for me. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's going to be tough to score a lot of points against Chicago. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, even if even if the Bears lose games, they're not getting blown out. You know, it's just not the team that you're going to yeah. score 40 points on, 35 points on. Exactly. So it, it, yeah. it, it's a tough place to play. Exactly. It is. It is. You know, Bridgewater, Bridgewater might do okay. I mean, if he, if he, you know, if he got, if he got uh, 15 points, I mean, on Sunday, I wouldn't be surprised because the dude, he definitely has talent, but he wouldn't be somebody that I would, that I would start this week. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree with you on that. What, all right. So uh, going into running backs, um, we can have you start this one off again, too. Um, who's a who's a running back that uh, is a good play, you think, for this week? So for me, I mean, I got to go. I got to go with David Montgomery this week. Um, okay. and, I, and I don't I don't have Chicago bias, everybody, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to bash Bridgewater because we got they are four and one though. And, they are four and one. Don't sleep on. Yeah, and and the thing about it is Montgomery, he's been able to put together some pretty good games, and honestly, he hasn't really even gone off like that. The dude had 18 points last week. I think he might have had 45 yards like total. And if you're if you're a lot of catches, I mean, though. exactly a lot of catches. If you're in a if you're in a full point PPR, which most people are. I mean, it, it's just, I don't know, it, it's just a funner, funner fantasy for everybody, I feel like, personally. Uh, I think he, I think he's just going to, I think he's going to get better and better. You got uh, Foles that is actually, uh, I mean, he's he's converting for us. He hasn't had, like, he hasn't, Foles hasn't had, like, a real breakout game, like, as of yet, to where he's, you know, throwing the ball all over the place and crazy. It's that comeback but, game, but it was not even a full game. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, but the thing about it is like he's sustain he's slowly but surely starting to have some substantial drives to where he's keeping it alive. And I think with that, they're gonna be able to mix it up a little bit more with Mon- with Montgomery in the backfield. And I think he's finally starting to come alive. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely going to have to have him as a start for this week for sure. Yeah. I, uh, you know, there were some concerns about Montgomery rushing the ball, you know, yards per carry, his explosiveness. But at the same yeah. time, if if he's catching balls in a PPR league like he was this past game, I think he had like seven catches or something like that. If he's catching yeah. balls consistently, that adds up points. And then and then throw in a touchdown here or there, and he's gonna have some big weeks. So um exactly. I think I think Carolina's a good a good uh team to play a running back against and be pretty confident. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. Uh, my, my start of the week um, is going to be James Robinson, the rookie for the Jags against Detroit Lions. Um, Detroit has uh, been giving up a decent amount of points to running backs. Uh, it's not a stellar defense. They're not like a right. defense either. Um, what I like about James Robinson, though, uh, that gets talked about but maybe not enough is the amount of touches he gets all the time, the volume. So um week five he had 18 touches and when we talk about touches just for some people listening we're talking about carries and catches so 18 uh touches last game the week prior week four he had 21 touches and then uh week three he had 17 he's the current rb9 which is shocking a lot of people so he's a top 10 running back and he he's another guy that was a no-name running back coming into the system leonard fournette's gone we thought it was Mm -hmm. reichwell armstead and it's james robinson he, um, j- just like we said with uh, Montgomery, he catches the ball. Um, he had six catches one week. He had five catches another week. So I think going to Detroit, you're not worried about them shutting down the running back. And I think he right. is one of the biggest pieces of this offense. So I- I'm I'm excited to play James Robinson this week. That just automatically ups his stock. I mean, the fact that he can catch yeah. the ball like that. And the, and, and the funny part, like to get the hop back on Montgomery real quick. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure all of us as Chicago fans, we were like, man, can this dude even can he can he even catch? It's like now with 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 Cohen out, he's being forced yeah. to catch the ball and like have these pass plays. And I'm and I'm and I'm pretty happy with what he's been doing. Uh, Robinson, you know, I mean, his emergence has been it's been nice and seeing what he's doing. I mean. Uh, Minshew is playing with some confidence, but I don't know if that guy ever plays with, with any, without any confidence. No, no, I, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible. I'm pretty sure that dude, I'm pretty sure he feels like he can win every single game. It doesn't matter who it is that he's playing with. And I feel like if you're a young running back, you need that kind of confidence, like out of your quarterback too. And it's been nice to see what this dude has been doing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely have to say that he's a star. I mean, his numbers say so. And, uh, who did they got this week? uh uh detroit detroit they got they're playing detroit okay yeah i think i think that'll be very solid i think they could have a fun game my um i'll jump into my sit now and then we'll we'll go to yours right after but uh my sit is going to be the rams uh daryl henderson versus the 49ers um mm-hmm. henderson's actually been pretty good in the games that he got volume um this past week he had a pretty good game um uh probably was one of the better running backs um from this past week but the 49ers allow the second fewest fantasy points to running backs this year. Um, yeah. And so that's one concern to a degree. Another concern is the fact that they keep mixing in Malcolm Brown. Cam Akers is back. They keep mixing in Cam Akers. And I was reading from the ESPN app, and McVay said in the post game that Akers uh, was the most efficient runner that they had this past game. So Akers didn't get – a majority of the touches, but if McVay saying, Hey, this guy's doing good with the touches that he gets, all it says to me is, Hey, I wouldn't be surprised if this next week you're playing a tough, tough 49ers defense that is banged up, but they're good against running backs. I'd say, Hey, yeah. what happens if Cam Akers is a guy that gets the touches this week, or maybe Malcolm <laughs> Brown sneaks in for a touchdown? It, it's frustrating. Um, so you have to look at projections, obviously, uh, for running mm-hmm. backs. Henderson is the number one, I think, projected running back. But in my mind, it could easily be one of the other two guys. So I'm not taking any chances this week, and I'm sitting them. You know what? I think that's good. I would do the same thing. Those those uh, Rams running backs out there in L.A., they're, they've been a little bit suspect this year. Uh, Akers is one of these dudes, man. I've been waiting for him to – have his breakout game and, and been waiting up. for him to yeah he has but I mean you know the whole league has been like that this year but yeah, yeah I'm pretty much I'm pretty much on the outs with any running back uh for the Rams which is crazy because I mean they've been winning games uh I mean but 
all of their receivers are good to go. And I feel like McVay, he's just been, you know, they've been just finding a way to do it, drawing up some great plays out there. But their running backs, I don't trust any of them. So, yeah, I would have to – I'd have to 100% yeah, agree with you on that one, especially against a stingy uh, San Francisco defense. I don't think that they're going to be able to do too much against them, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so who is your guy that you would say is a, a sick candidate? So my sit, I don't even know if this is going to be like a big surprise – uh, for people, but I'm definitely going with uh, Melvin Gordon for this week. Melvin okay. Gordon is definitely a sit. I think he might, I think with everything that he's dealt with this week, dude might be a little hungover still. Uh, he may be a little emotional, had a little run in with the law. That's never any <laughs> yeah. good. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. And then on top of that, you got Philip Lindsay coming back, and they're going to have to split a lot of snaps. Uh, and then you're playing against you're playing against uh, a New England defense, and I believe that they've only they've they've allowed like 463 rush yards like all year. I know it's under 500 for sure. Mm-hmm. So they don't really give up a ton of rush yards. I mean, it's been well. I guess you can't really say that because it's only been what we're going into week six. So what's that about about 100 a game in total? I mean, that's not that that's not. The, the best, but a lot of teams have done worse. But at the end of the day, Belichick, they throw some pretty good defensive schemes out there. I don't think Gordon's going to be too much of a factor. Uh, I think he might be a little bit rusty. He's in the spotlight. I think it's just a bad week for him. He got in trouble with the law. His name has been in the news. I think, Lindsey, you might be looking for him to carry a little bit more of the load or at least see some more touches this week. So I think Gordon is definitely going to be a sit for this week. I agree with you, and um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what they actually do regarding him because they haven't suspended him or anything like that. Uh, yeah, he's that practice today. Yeah, so I think though, I think like Fangio, you know, he's the ex Bears defensive coordinator. He's a tough, he's a you know, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a tough guy. I think it's going to show some of his credibility though if he actually plays Gordon um, a lot. Because I think there's got to be some sort of disciplinary action. We all make mistakes for sure. I mean, we've all done stupid things in our lives, but we all pay for those stupid things or we have to learn from them. So if Melvin Gordon gets a DUI, Absolutely. so he was going crazy uh, amount of miles per hour over the speed limit, he was drunk. I mean, that's very, I mean, he could put somebody else's life in a jeopardy. I'm not going to try, I'm not trying to like get deep into this, but I'm saying though, yeah. if, you don't pun- if you don't punish this guy in some way, I think it shows what kind of like leadership you got over there. So I, I, wouldn't, be, agree. I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be one way or the other. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he barely plays and it's a statement like, Hey, our organization doesn't put up with this, or I wouldn't be surprised if they just ignore it. It's going to be one way or the other in my mind. And I don't want to take the chance. If I, if I have Gordon, like you're saying, I'm not taking the chance. Exactly. I think at one, I think at one point or another, like, you know, there's gotta be, there's gotta be some kind of punishment. Um, he's, he's something, you know, and yeah, whether that's, whether that's him getting less playtime this week, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I mean, I don't know, Denver's, Denver's not doing too great. I would imagine that they're going to be looking to get any kind of spark that they can to play just because they're desperate. It's Vangio's first year, uh, over there as a head coach. So it's a, it's a toss up, but I'm still, I'm still not going to take the chance to start that guy. Uh, yeah. just because of everything that, that, that's gone down. But I mean, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. You have to look at the situational factor sometimes when it comes to players, uh, making yeah, your, you, you know, you determinations. Do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, you do. You never, yeah. You never know what these guys are going through. Wide receivers for the week. Uh, again, we talked about it earlier. There's so many wide receivers to choose from. Uh, it's the mm-hmm. deepest position in the league for offense. Um, yep. I'll let you, I'll let you start off, man. Who, who do you have as a good start for the week? So my start is definitely going to have to be Justin Jefferson. Like I know that there's a whole bunch of hype around this. That was going right to be now. mine. I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to cut you off, but that I, I said, you, you have first dibs and that, that might've been mine. So that was yeah. a good pick, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm glad, I'm glad that you gave me first dibs, man. Yeah, yeah, no, go know, ahead. Dude has just been exciting to watch, you know, so far he's been exciting to watch. He's got everybody doing the little goggle dance thing or whatever it is that he was doing with the touchdown celebration. And it just whatever seems like, exactly. It just seems like Kirk 
and uh and Thielen, they it just seems like they like playing with this dude and you know like uh and to my point earlier uh with with starting cousins uh this week i think they're going to throw the ball a lot i think that he's going to i think he's going to continue to put together some good games uh he didn't have a great game uh last week i mean but i mean you know seattle it's it's a it's a bigger game and on top of that it was wet outside raining and stuff like that so I think he'll I think he'll have a nice bounce back game this week. So I would definitely start the dude. And yeah, he's uh he's fun he's fun to watch. So we'll see we'll see what he does. Yeah, I think he will have a for sure good week. Um and if he doesn't, then it, it, it's gonna come down to your boy Kirk you talked about earlier. But I think he I think yeah. both should have a good week um against this team. Uh they're set up nicely. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I I'm gonna go with um Deontay Johnson versus the Cleveland Browns. So um, the talk of the world this past week, which you should you should have talked about it, but Chase Claypool had four touchdowns, right? Yeah. He had uh, three catching. He had one rushing. What people don't talk about, though, is Deontay Johnson left the game pretty early. So that opened up the door for Chase Claypool. So I'm not taking anything away from Chase, but at the same time, he, he had an increase in opportunity because Deontay Johnson um, was out. Uh, I like Absolutely. Deontay Johnson. Uh, the last two games, though, he scored under one point because he left the game early for injury. So you're looking at Deontay and you're like, hey, this guy, two games in a row is left because of an injury. But if you look at weeks one and two, he had 10 targets week one, which is a lot. And then week two, That's he had 30. Yeah, and then 13 in week two. Um, so he, he had, just yeah, he's just, he just increasing. He had six six catches in week one. And then he had eight catches in week two. So obviously there's a connection between him and Big Ben. I think he's getting more targets than Juju, but Juju had the touchdown upside. So he might mm-hmm. get more targets than anybody on this team. Um, he, he had one week where he was in the 20s for points. The Browns are the third. Uh, they give up the third most receiving yards to the wide receiver position and the third most touchdowns. So what, what that says to me is, if Deontay Johnson is 100% healthy, if he's a guy that gets 10 to 12 to 13 targets from Big Ben, you know Big Ben is going to want to throw the ball against the Browns. That's a divisional yeah. opponent. Absolutely. So I, all I see is somewhere between 10 and 13, again, targets for Deontay Johnson, a lot of yards yeah. and potentially a touchdown. So I'm automatically plugging him in, and I'm I'm saying if he's healthy, he's having a great week. I like that. I like that. And Ben Ben's been spreading the ball around a lot this year yeah. so far. Uh, it's been nice to see him back on the field, nice and healthy and everything. Uh, Johnson's been playing well. So, yeah, I definitely would have to say that he's a start um, because you know that they're going to throw the ball. Like you said, especially especially going up against uh, the Browns. I'm not too sure. Is is Baker banged up? Is he do you know if he's playing or not? He should, be he, fine. Yeah, he should be should be fine to play. I think he was banged up a little bit, but I think he should be good to go for the game. Okay, cool. Because I knew that he was hurt. I wasn't 100 percent if he was playing or not. But yeah, I, I'm I'm looking for this to be a pretty high scoring game. So I think that's a great start, honestly. That's yeah. a good one. Um who on the flip side here, who is a who's a guy that you are maybe avoiding starting this week? Um and, and why? Uh, so this is tough. It's it's tough. It's tough for this call because you can obviously say some like third string wide receiver on, you know, a random team. I'm not starting. I don't know. I, yeah. I'm not starting, you know, AJ Green or, or somebody like that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and you know what? I was definitely I was definitely going to go with AJ Green. But like that's I feel like that's like an that's obvious. He's had an abysmal year. Um, so. I'm definitely gonna have to say. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to go with Parker. I think I'm gonna. Ha- I think Parker's gonna be a sit for me this week. Uh, he's had he's had some pretty good games. Um, I mean, what was it? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he had a 21 point game, which was pretty good. This past week, 13. I mean, that's not that's not bad at all. Uh, Williams had the breakout game. It's pretty much either. It's it's pretty much either one of those guys is going to have a pretty a pretty decent game, but at the same time, I don't really like. I'm not a fan of like the guessing game, 
of like which one of these which one of these you guys got like in there too Kaseki has some good games too so he's taking away some targets as well he definitely has he's he's emerged he's emerged as the as the rb1 over there now so i mean that's good i mean which is especially like we were expecting jordan howard to go over there and be the guy i don't know what's going on with that um but yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to to sit Parker, and that's just and that's probably just my bias because uh, uh, because AJ Brown is back, and I'm stoked that Brown is back. I know that he's gonna definitely get targets. Uh, well, Miami sometimes you just never really know. Um, but that's just Williams me. for Miami. Oh, did I say? Did I say Parker? No, you said uh, you said uh, AJ Brown's back, but you, uh, I think you mean uh, Preston Williams uh, back playing. Oh, good. No, no, I meant I meant for my bias for my own team. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Oh, my all bad. Right. Yeah. I thought you meant somebody come back from Miami. I was like, oh. oh no, no, but at, no, but no, but at the same time, with Preston Williams back as well. Like Williams had a good game last week. So you just never, you never really know like which one of those guys is going to have a game. But to me personally, I would bet, I would bet on Williams. Uh, it just seems like that he's, he, you know, he's, he's hitting his stride. But at the same time, it's going to be one of those dudes that I would sit just because, I, you know, I just get you never know. You never know what you're going to really get. There's no real level of like consistency like out okay. of those guys. So I'm, I would say Parker's a sit for me this week. Yeah, um, I agree with you, actually. And uh, one of the things I think about, too, is, who, you know, they're playing. Miami, uh, Miami? the Jets. They are playing the Jets. OK, yeah. So so. In, in my mind, if it's a game that you know, like, man, Miami is going to be chucking balls down the field, trying to trying to catch yeah. up and trying to come back, you might be like, man, there's some good upside for Devontae Parker. Um, yeah. But for me, maybe playing against the Jets means that Ryan Fitzpatrick can use Miles Gaskin, the running back, a little bit more. Maybe he can spread out the ball between a couple guys. Otherwise, if it was a game like, damn, Miami's down by 20, we need to just mm-hmm. chuck balls down the field to, to Parker as mm-hmm. much as possible. I think the game script won't need Devontae Parker to have a massive game. Could he have a big game? Sure. Sure. It's the Jets. They're not very good. But at the same time, you don't need Devontae Parker to have a great game for him or for the for the uh, Dolphins to be very good. So I agree with you. That's I agree true. With you. No, that's true. And they've and they've been seeming they've been seeming uh to put up a pretty good amount of points this year, actually without like a ton of production from their receivers. I mean, which is good. I mean, they're, they're a pretty surprising team. They've actually played better than I thought that they would this year so far. Uh, my sit um, on the other hand here uh, is going to be Debo Samuel um, versus the Rams. Uh, Debo obviously had that foot injury, missed some games. He came back um, mm. had had two not so great games, which you would expect from a guy coming back from injury. 7.5 mm-hmm. and, and 4.2 points across two games. Um, the reason, though, you know, there's some concerning factors for this team. You know, Debo had two catches last game. If I had you guess how many targets, uh, how many targets would you guess an average wide receiver got if he caught the ball two times? Uh, six. Six? All right. I, yeah. I'd say even six might be a little bit high. Uh, but he actually had eight. He had eight targets. So they they were looking to throw wow. the, ball, the ball to him eight times, and he had two catches. I don't think it's necessarily on Debo. I think the quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo was struggling, and they benched him for a little bit. You know, he yeah. He, and I think it had to do with some injury issues with him, um, but also so not too. good play. But if the quarterback position is kind of up in the air right now, um, and the Rams, ESPN, you know, you you look at the player bios. And uh, they'll give you a little, you know, preview for the week. And they said that the Rams are the toughest team against uh, wide receivers. Uh, their defense is the toughest against wide receivers so far this year. It's only five games. But if the Rams defend the wide receiver position good, if the quarterback position for the San Francisco 49ers is struggling a little bit, and if Debo is coming off an injury, I, I know I know he was a great player last year, and he will be good this year at some point. I'm just not comfortable because of those factors plugging him in. I think they're going to use Kittle a lot. I think that they're going to run the hell out of the ball. And I just don't mm-hmm. see a game where we look back and say, man, I can't believe Debo Samuel torched the Rams. I, I just don't think it's going to happen this week. And I, I, don't, I, I, I don't think it's going to happen either. No. No, yeah. I got to agree with you on that one uh, 100%, man. I mean, you got Jalen Ramsey back there. You got Rapp 
and you know their safeties their safeties are great they don't i mean they definitely give they definitely make it hard on the wide receivers back there uh i mean garoppolo is gonna have to have a great game like for i I, for me to say that they're gonna get any real production like out of like their receiving core especially out of devo and if his health is like a factor because i have no idea why you would put mullins back there he's got to be banged up or at least uh trying to come back uh from from something um so i definitely got to agree with you there i feel like ramsey in that secondary for the rams i think that can just be a little tough for any receiver especially if you're coming over off of a foot injury i mean who knows what's going to happen so i definitely got to agree with you there 100 percent all right, let's go to the final position we have here. We have tight ends. Uh, Fontaine, um, the tight end position has been kind of up and down for a lot of guys. Unless it's unless it's Travis Kelsey or George Kittle or Darren Waller or Mark Andrews, a lot of these yeah. other guys have been very hot and cold. J- John U. Smith oh in that mix, too. Um, yeah. It's been frustrating. It's been frustrating. So uh, it it's, 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 it's tough sometimes to pick like, hey, I'm juggling between these two guys. He's been good one week. He's been bad one week. So tight end's kind of tough. Um, so who, who's a guy that you're confident in this week? Uh, man, I don't even know if confident is the word. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 been rough. I feel like got some I decent vibes of, on this guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I have vibes. I have vibes on him every year, man. It's it's Evan Ingram. Every year, okay. I'm just I'm okay. ready for Ingram to just have a game. And, you know, to just break out and just get to that next level because the dude, he has all the skills. He has the intangibles. I mean, you know, he can catch the ball really well. Uh, and then what you got, you got uh, New York going up against Washington this week. So, it could, de- you know, I mean, they're playing one of these teams to where, I mean, they're not like Washington is not a good team. Like you can definitely have a, a breakout game. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to say Evan Ingram out of you know out of one of the, one of these guys. I mean, he's not he's not a top tight end in the league uh, by any means, but he's 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 gonna be a start for me this week. And I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna see what he does. I'm hoping that he can finally have a good game. But yeah, that's that's also a little bit of my biased opinion as well. But I'm thinking like if he's gonna do it against anybody, it's gonna be Washington. Like we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. He he does. We we've seen some glimpses of him being very good. He's very athletic. He I'm yeah. pretty sure he ru- he rushed a touchdown last week. He wasn't targeted he a did. lot, but he, he rushed yeah, one. Yeah, he did. Um, but he's he's got some good abilities. I actually traded for him in Anthony's Dynasty League. I needed a tight end, and I was like, man, this this guy he's been hurt a lot, but he he could ball out if they throw the ball better. So they, they yeah, like they gotta give they gotta give Jones some time, man. They gotta get uh, some time to throw the ball. That's an open game. Have, the offensive line just like opens the door and says, Hey, come on in. That's it. I'm smacked. just like, I don't know how you can have a quarterback. And you know, like Daniel Jones, like he's a talented quarterback. You just gotta he protect is. him. Is. You gotta he you is. gotta protect the guy. And he gets knocked all the time. You know, he does have to hold the ball better. You know, he fumbles yeah. the ball but at the same time, when you're getting smacked. Like every single game, like, for real. Dude, how do you expect this guy to hold the ball? Like I, I don't know. And these it's, it's are little guys, man. These are you know these are these are uh, these are three hundred and fifty, three hundred and sixty pound guys out there. They're huge, you know, and it's yeah. that's rough. That's rough, man. Any anybody can drop the ball back there. You're getting you're getting smacked around like that. If, I, so if I'm getting hit like that, my, my, the balls the the balls getting loose, the helmet's coming off, and probably I'm losing Me like my, my left my left shoe or something like that. <laughs> Me too, easily, uh, easily. I have I'm, a, I'm a big I'm a bigger dude, but I'm not in good shape. <laughs> I mean, imagine getting hit like that. Jeez, it's um, bad. Tight end for me. Uh, we talked about him briefly earlier. Robert Tanyan versus uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm gonna say. I'm going to put an asterisk on this one, though, because I think he's okay. either going to be very good this week or very bad and nothing in between. Nothing in between. He's either going to be a great start or a horrible start, which sometimes you got to take a dart throw. But him being a top five tight end for a guy that's emerging out of nowhere, they call him uh, Baby Baby Kittle is his nickname. because I think he's buddies with George Kittle. Um, and he's balling out right now um, across okay. the last – Three games. So across the last three games, Tanyan has five touchdowns. He had three the last game. 
and, and Aaron Jones, or not Aaron Jones, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers, the other Aaron, was going up to him, and you've seen him going like this. One, two, three. So he was like buddy-buddy with this this new tight end on the team, and he's like boosting okay. the guy, and he's talking okay. good about him. So obviously the touchdown regression might be there. He's not going to score you know, a mm-hmm. touchdown every single game, but he is scoring a lot, so you love those points in fantasy. The other thing that I like a lot, though, oh, about him is uh, over the last two games, um, I might have a mixed up. Actually, I think last game he had six targets and six catches. The game before that, he had five targets and five catches. So that percentage from target to catch is 100. So he's catching 100% of his targets. So if you throw him the ball, he's catching it. And I think you're, even uh, Aaron Rodgers said something like that, like he's catching everything. Nice. So nice. Aaron Rodgers, you'd classify him as a vet, right? He's a veteran in the I league. I like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the way he's successful as a pass catcher is to gain the trust from a veteran. So if mm-hmm. he gains Aaron Rodgers' trust and catches all the passes or a majority of the passes he gives him, I think he's going to be very good. Um if Devontae Adams comes back and, and eats away, because Adams has been gone, you got to factor that in. But if mm-hmm. Adams comes back and he like eats up 15 targets, I still think there's room for another guy to be good. Because I don't think MVS on that team is a good wide receiver. I, I might be speaking bad about a guy, but I don't think he's a great wide receiver. Alan Lazard's hurt. Adams was hurt. I'm, I'm in on mm-hmm. Tanyan until he proves me wrong. When he proves me wrong, then I'll talk different. But he has not proved me wrong. Um, since he's, he's been, uh, week two through four, I think. So that's my, that's going to be my start of the week. I like that. No, I, I like that. I really do. Uh, I mean, you can't, you can't argue, you can't argue with him, man. I mean, he's top five in there right now. Yeah. And like you said, he's building confidence for Rogers. Rogers likes a player that obviously he feels like that he can trust. He's going to, he's once he trusts you, he's going to lock in. And he's going to give you the ball. All the great quarterbacks do that. Brady does it. Wilson does it. I mean, you know, if you're if you're a reliable guy, you got to go to. You got Mahomes with Kelsey. You're going to get the ball. And I feel like with their wide receiving core as banged up as it is, it'll be nice for them to have somebody as reliable as this guy is to him. So that's good. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely like that. I'm going to be paying close attention to him uh, for sure. Um, and I'm, if I can grab him somewhere, that would be fantastic. I'm going to be on the lookout myself. So I'm definitely happy that you give me this information. <laughs> who, who on the, uh, who on the flip side is a tight end you're avoiding this week? I'm going to avoid Hayden Hurst this week. Um, definitely, definitely going to avoid Hurst. Uh, his numbers haven't been very, his number, his numbers haven't been great at all this, uh, this year. Um, I mean, it just seems like, I don't know, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, you would think that he would be one of these guys that would throw to his tight end a bunch, but he doesn't, he doesn't as much. He used to, he used to, I mean, back when Hooper was there, Hooper used to, Hooper used to get a lot of points, but I mean, he's not there anymore. Um, I was expecting Hurst to come out and do some things. Uh, you got Julio Jones coming back this week from injury. And I feel like Julio is going to be getting a lot of these catches. Um, Todd Gurley has emerged a little bit in the passing game. He's been doing pretty well. He's been doing okay. Um, Calvin Ridley being who he is, uh, Hurst, I just don't see him being a person that I'm willing to start. Um, and you know, Minnesota's Minnesota secondary is pretty good. They got a pretty solid defense. I mean, they could actually do pretty well. It might not, when I think about it on second thought, it might not be as much of a shootout as we think that it's going to be, or at least that I thought that it was going to be. I mean, but at the same time, that's probably what we're going to be looking at. But I think Hurst is going to be one of these guys that I would sit this week in my, in my opinion. Yeah. He was a guy. Um, a lot of people were super high on, um, coming into the season because they, they looked I, at Austin. Hooper. Yeah. Yeah. They looked at yeah. Austin Hooper and they're like, man, he had this many targets this year. Hayden Hurst can come and grab him. And I, and I was a guy who thought it was going to be Russell Gage and I can look back at tweets and stuff like that. But I thought Russell Gage was going to yeah. be the third option. And he, and he was uh, the first like two weeks. He's kind of, drifting off now but yeah i just i don't see any i don't see a lot of reasons why you're comfortable on a weekly basis plugging in hayden hurst because he hasn't really broke out he hasn't he's had an okay game here or there he's caught some balls but he doesn't say hey i need to be started on a weekly basis so i i agree Mm -hmm. with you with him 
Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't give me the start on a weekly basis for sh- like at all. And I mean, in e- even even week by week, like his I mean, what he's projected, like sometimes he just does. I mean, he does worse than his projections half the time. So I don't have any confidence in him at this at this point in the year. So, yeah, he would he would definitely be a sit for me. Um, and then on top of that, he, he doesn't have and, you know, on the flip side, you know, I said that I would start Ingram. The reason why is because. I mean, Ingram, I just see Jones potentially trying to get him the get him the ball a little bit more. And I just think that he's just more talented at the tight end position between yeah. between those two personally. So. Yeah, I agree with you 100 um, percent. My my uh, sit of the week is kind of an obvious sit. But, you know, you might be like like uh, Chrissy, my wife, you know, Chrissy, obviously uh, Chrissy texted me um, right before the live stream. She's like, hey. I'm thinking about picking up this guy and this guy off of waivers because Darren Waller is on a buy, you know, and she sent me a screenshot of the people on buy. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, I don't tell her pick up this guy right now. Like I I'll be like, Hey, I like this guy because of this. I like this guy because of this. I like this guy because of this. And then she makes a decision, you know, I mean, she's actually like very, very strong, firm about it. I'm telling you, like she'll, she'll you know, tell hey, me. That's, the, is that's that Kelsey too or what? Nah, man. I, I tell oh, you, right. you pick this dude. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> well, well so, sometimes I'll, I'll say that something like that, like, oh my God, this guy's on waivers. Pick him up, and she'll look at him and she'll be like, no, I, I don't like what he did in week three. And then she'll like go on to the next guy. I'm like, all right, all right. But uh, yeah, so the reason I'm saying least, yeah. that this guy is a sit is because he is a guy you might stream. Um, Drew Sample from the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, he, uh, week two, he had nine targets and he caught seven passes in week four. He was targeted five times and he caught three balls last game. He had two targets for two catches. Mm. The thing is he scored above 10 one time this season. I mean, he wasn't the starter week one, but he scored above 10 points one time this season. The Colts is top two against tight ends in points and yards. So the Colts D doesn't give up a lot of points two tight ends. And again, I mean, it's five weeks of football. We can't say that that's going to be the same thing all year, but if they're not really allowing the tight end to be successful and this guy is really not performing great in fantasy, he's going to be a guy that I'm looking at, you know, streaming somebody. I got Darren Waller on a bye week. I got whoever else is on. I got Jared Cook on a bye week. I'm not going to stream Drew Sample. I'm going to avoid him at all costs. And I, I, and one of the things that I like out of my tight ends and maybe I'm different from, from you with this, but one of the things I look for in a tight end are targets. And if a guy's only getting like two targets, three targets, two targets, I'm not trusting that. That's why like, like nah. Jared Cook's, Jared Cook's interesting. He's on a buy, but he has some mm-hmm. huge weeks, but he doesn't get a lot of targets sometimes. I like guys like, you know, look at Darren Waller or, or, or uh, George Kittle. We can't expect yep. to have those tight ends, but you would want your tight end to at least get maybe five, six targets a game. Evan Ingram, you know, two weeks ago, he had a large target um, share. So I think when you're looking, I, I guess this is a bigger picture thing, not just a Drew Sample thing. I think bigger picture, if you're looking to stream a tight end, look for a guy that's getting a good target share. A good target Absolutely. share. That's all, that's all you got to look for. So um, No, you're right about that. You're right yeah. about that. Not one hundred percent, and that's and you know, and that's and that's that's good advice because you know sometimes you might have a tight end that you think, okay, cool, like I like this guy, uh, for for whatever reason. But if he's if he's getting anywhere between two to four targets out of the game, that's not going to be somebody that you're going to want to start in fantasy. So you definitely make a good point there, and that's yeah, and that's part of my reason with Ingram is that he's 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 treated he's treated more like a wide receiver on the team with the amount of targets that he gets uh versus you know just like a, a third option uh on the team he's he's treated like a one or two for i mean for majority of the, like sometimes I, i've you know he'll have more targets than um uh what's the guy golden tate so yeah, yeah. it's pretty good it's pretty good and i like and you have to you have to look at trends too like uh i was writing off austin hooper earlier this season i said there you know he's having terrible weeks he's not getting the ball but the last, I don't have the stats in front of you, but the last few weeks, um, the last two weeks, his, his target share is actually going a little bit up now, a little bit up. So again, for tight ends, follow some trends, look at their target share, look at their production. And um, mm-hmm. it's a tough position. It might be the toughest position mm-hmm. to sort out sometimes. 
Yeah. So absolutely, um, it, and it, and it really is. It really is. Out of all out of all the positions in fantasy, tight end is it's definitely the toughest. And you never know what you're going to get week in and week out. But once you get a guy that's solid, you definitely want to try to hold on to that dude uh, because you never know when he's going to start to break out. And that's like that's usually the position where it happens. It happens quick, like uh, like like with with Tanya. So yeah. we'll see what happens. So we are a little bit over the hour mark here. So we'll probably wrap things up. Um, Fontaine, okay. if uh, if people were you know digging everything you were saying today, they uh, they listen to the live stream. Where, where can they find you on Twitter? Oh yeah, as well. So you can find me on Twitter at, at Fontaine. <laughs> I should have put my at name at the bottom. I think of the I think I think there. it's uh, at underscore Fontaine. At, at underscore Fontaine. I tagged you, you in this live stream, so I think it's and out I, there. And I appreciate it. So I'm pretty sure it, it's good there, even though I forgot to, to put my name there in the little box. I'll make sure that I do that next time. Um, but yeah, you know, you can find me there. Uh, so that's cool. And, you know, if anybody wants to follow me, be on the lookout uh, for some content coming here soon within the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be starting a podcast. We're going to get some things going. So that's going to be nice. Uh, so really just waiting to get that, uh, you know, underway we're going to be talking about pop culture sports a little bit of music everything so i got a move coming up here pretty soon and then after that i'm going to be getting that going so if anybody wants to follow me and you know get some updates with that it's fantastic cool yeah and i uh, highly suggest it fontaine is just a good person in general uh very entertaining when it comes to twitter because uh you talk about everything talk about (laughs) sports just like real life stuff everything you know so you're you're a good follow and uh, yeah, I will yeah, say, yeah. I, I will say that uh, um, obviously a good friend of mine. But I, I will say I'll, I'll hit you up again very soon. Um, we can, you know, get get some more shows going with you coming on P2W Fantasies podcast and talk some football because I know you and me of love course. talking it. So always, always, man. Of course, you know I'm, I'm always I'm always down, and you know we'll and we'll talk. We'll get we'll get it together. Always, and always good. Uh, sure. This live stream it'll be hanging out on on Twitter. Uh, it'll be up and going on Apple and iTunes and all those things probably tomorrow morning. And I'll probably advertise that later on in the day tomorrow. But uh, yeah, we'll wrap things up there. If you guys were watching us live or you still are watching us live, we got a couple guys in here. Um, have a good night. And uh, thanks, Fontaine. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, man. Have a good night, everybody.